right, welcome to episode two of Grab Some Pine Meat Podcast. Uh, my name is Jesse Flora, and as always, I guess this is the only second episode, but as always... In the squat, I'm, Shane Flora. In the squat, <laughs> Shane Flora, my brother. How you doing, Shane? Oh, I'm doing good. Excited about good. today. We got a lot to talk about um, as far yes. as signings and additional pieces being brought to the team. It's going to be a good... Good episode. Yeah, no, there was so much done since uh, the last time you and I uh, did did our first episode. Uh, during that time, we were talking about Azuna and Castellanos and <laughs> and, and those those names, um, which have since been gone. And um, to be honest, we got down till about recently, and I was starting to wonder, okay, what what are they going to do here? Are they just going to roll with these? Um, young guys in all these spots, but then uh, as of late, it's kind of just been a just an explosion of moves. Uh, not really any big moves, um, but uh, just I think some good moves. But we're going to talk about those. But the Giants definitely have been uh, really busy as of late. And um, I don't know. This morning I was listening to KNBR uh, as they did the Fan Fest, and it was just cool to hear some of the guys talking about the excitement of. A new coaching staff, the excitement of, you know, just this this kind of a a blank slate, if you will, of just what they're what they're going to be capable of doing this year, and it, it's got me motivated and it's got me excited about this year. But um, today we're going to you and I, Shane, we're going to kind of just uh, briefly talk about the moves that were made uh, recently, um, those players, and um, and then we're going to kind of look at what we think, at least at this point, even though it could be totally different um, come the end of March when the season starts, but we're going to kind of take a stab at what we think will be, um, who will be on the opening day roster, at least position player wise, because that, I don't know, the relievers are kind of a, <laughs> the pitchers are kind of a tough to guess. I mean, maybe we could start, uh, guess the starting rotation, but yeah, I think, I the, think relief, the relievers will be. <laughs> I think the relief core will get figured out about the last day of spring training i think uh seriously or even into the season right there's a lot of arms there there's a lot of potential um but just a lot of a lot of question marks too so uh, other than you know tony watson but um yeah right well i'm gonna just real quick i'm just gonna name off all these names of players of the giants um at least from the last time we talked uh, have in, uh, picked up and acquired and um, it's not I didn't write them in order so um, I just wrote them down when I remembered their names so uh, it's Hunter Pence to he there's only two that signed major league deals Hunter Pence is a one-year three million dollar signing uh, Wilmer Flores was the other major league deal which was two years six million yeah and on um, and then real quick on Pence um, yeah I think there was an additional two point something million in incentives for performance incentives and then um with wilmer there's an option for a third year on his deal as well is it a team option or player option do you know um that's a great question i have to look that up. i did not see i'll look that up real quick while you name off the other guys yeah and then the rest of the guys are minor league transactions and i don't believe we're missing anybody but um if we are forgive us but it's yolmer sanchez who's a uh, second baseman from the Chicago White Sox, won a gold glove last year. Uh, Billy Hamilton um, is a name that probably most baseball fans know very well. Just extremely athletic, um, fast outfielder, center fielder, um, good defender. Uh, had trouble with the bat. Um, he's, he's never been a great hitter, but last year was a really tough year. Uh, but they signed him to a minor league deal. Uh, everybody knows Pablo. Pablo Sandoval was picked back up, even though he won't be healthy and pro- uh, probably within, I don't know, probably till May. Um, and then a couple relievers, Jerry Blevins, uh, used to play for the A's a little bit. And then Nick Vincent, who actually was with the Giants in spring training last year. And I believe played a month or two with the Giants before had, they, uh, they let him go. He had 18 appearances with the Giants, uh, with like a okay. five something ERA. And then, yeah. but went over to the Phillies with Kapler and had right. 14 relief appearances there to finish out the year with a one nine three ERA. Um, wow. So finished yeah. the year strong. So I, yeah, I think that was an interesting piece to bring back. Yeah, and they and I, you know, as, as we might talk about, but I think there's um, the signing of Blevins and Vincent was really good because there's a lot of need in the the bullpen 
um, just with you know losing Will Smith and Dyson and all those guys last year, and then Maranta is unfortunately out for a while, which Maranta is one of my favorite players on the whole team. So, yeah. um, and then lastly, I wrote down Rob Brantley, who's a catcher who's uh, spent time with Philadelphia most recently with Kapler, um, and then has played, I believe, in Miami some in his career. Kind of been up and down in the minors. Probably, you know, hasn't really played. A consistent role in the big league since like 2013 but he's another name um that will be competing with Ket, uh, the Ket backup catcher spot which we'll talk about later but um a lot of those moves came recently recently with pence flores uh sanchez even hamilton um kind of a yeah like i said just a just a bunch of signings happening at once and and uh so what do you what are you thinking shane about any of those any of those guys? Um, what are you thinking about those signings? Yeah, uh, I'll start with Wilmer Flores because I just found the information on his deal. It was a two-year deal for six million with a club option for a third season. So, okay, um, I like that. Yeah, I I think the Wilmer Flores deal was a really, really solid deal. The guy just tore up lefties last year. He can play multiple infield positions. He gives you a nice bat from the right side. Um, I do think it was interesting following the Yolmer Sanchez signing, though, uh, and I think that's mm. something I'd you know I'd love to hear your take on that. How how is that middle infield going to shake out in that utility role and that and the um, the bench as well? Which infielders between you know you got Pablo, you've got Wilmer Flores, you got Yolmer Sanchez, uh, you've got Donovan Solano, uh, Dubon. Mm. Um, you know, is his role going to change? Is he going to become a super utility guy? Um, looks like they're giving him some time in the outfield this spring. Um, right. Maybe he shifts into into more of a super utility role. But um, really curious to hear what you think about how that is going to shape out in the um, for their roster come opening day. Um, the other signing that I really liked was Hunter Pence. <laughs> uh, I've always been a huge Hunter Pence of fan, um, and I think everybody loves Hunter. Yeah, I mean, I think from from a fan standpoint, he's, it's a great piece to bring back to the team. Um, but he's mm-hmm. he just fills so many roles, I feel like, on this team. Um, number one being a clubhouse presence. Um, he just brings, I mean, you heard, if you listened to FanFest this morning or read the article about Posey, um, talking about Pence coming back and just the amount of energy and positivity that he brings to yeah. the team is just contagious. He plays... You know, he plays his heart out whenever he's out there. Unfortunately, he's had some injury problems, so he, you know, obviously is a question mark coming into his year 37 season, um, turn 37 right. later this year. Um, but, I mean, you look at the numbers that he had last year, he made some adjustments um, to his to how he was swinging the bat, and the results were, were huge. I mean, in 83 games, mm-hmm. he had 297 with 18 home runs. Uh, made the all-star team first time since 2014. I think um, obviously different ballpark, uh, different league yeah. even, but um, I think some of that translates over uh, again this year. At least I, I certainly hope so. And at $3 million for one year, um, that's that's a steal for that bat, I feel like. Even right. if he's somebody that mostly is coming off the bench, um, you know, he's probably going to be someone that, unless he's just tearing it up. I mean, he's probably going to play somewhere in that 80, 90 game range um, in split time with some of the younger guys out, out in the out corner outfield. Um, but I do like that deal. I like, I think it was a smart move um, to add, you know, you hear Zaidi talking about these younger outfielders and um, they're still kind of assessing um, where each of these guys are at, you know, Jalen Davis and Chris Shaw, Stephen Duggar, Austin Slater, those guys that, um, you know, it's it, the word, the verdict's still out on a lot of them. So to have a veteran piece in the, you know, in the mix, um, to help bring them along and kind of still give those guys shots in the big leagues, um, without the pressure of being 162, you know, everyday outfielder, right. um, I think was a big, a big ad. What about you? What do you think on the deals? Yeah, no, I think, um, like I said earlier, I was getting a little confused of like, okay, what are they going to do? And then, um, you know, just kind of trying to keep track on rumors and, you know, who knows with those sometimes. But um, 
I started looking at some of the lower level outfielders, I guess you would call them as, you know, not, not, you know, not a big name, but guys that can produce. And, and honestly, you know, Pence, um, his name kept going up, but I just kept thinking, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think they'll sign him. Uh, but then a guy like even Pilar, you know, who was here last year, I thought, okay, maybe they, they could re-sign him. Or some of these names, Domingo Santana from the Mariners, but it looks like uh, I think maybe the Twins are looking at him. I could be wrong about that. But um, there's all these other names, and I was actually getting kind of excited because I, I feel like there's some, there's still some good pieces out there. And so, you know, I really do like the Pence signing. Yes, um, we're fans, so obviously we love Hunter Pence. But if you look outside 100, of... 100%. Yeah, there you go. You'll love it. But um, if, even if you look outside of the fan perspective, um, the guy was an all-star last year. Um, he, yeah, like you, you read off his numbers. He had a great year. And um, so just even outside of a fan perspective, I think he's going to produce this year. I hope, I hope so, of course. Uh, and I think they're going to utilize him as a platoon with Dickerson. Um, I think they really like Dickerson from the left side. Um, the only problem with him is his uh, his health and whether his back is doing good or not. Um, and so you pair him up with someone like Hunter Pence from the right side when, against the lefties. The dude tore up lefties last year. Um, I believe I heard a stat that he had like an o- over 1.100 OPS against um lefties last year and and yeah, uh, I think actually right with like I, a three three forty something batting average or something yeah, like that tore it up and then um and then i also heard today listening to fan fest on the radio i believe zaidi said pence was in the top like 25 hitters against lefties last year in all of baseball wow. so why not get a piece like that why not yeah. you know one year three million so if you have dickerson the dude tore it up last year when healthy he's i believe he's proven to be a very good major league level talent baseball player um, when he's healthy. So you have him for, you know, maybe he probably plays, you know, hopefully if Dickerson can give you 100, 110 games, I think that's a good year for him. Uh, but then Pence, you know, platoon on the other side, I believe he'll, like you said, 80 to 90 games. Uh, and that would be so really good. Real quick on Pence, too. I just noticed this, I hadn't seen this before, but uh, along with his 18 home runs, and 59 RBIs in 83 games. He had 17 doubles as well. So yeah, uh, the guy was just extra base hit. Uh, you know, I mean, his OPS right. shows for that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then also just um, when they first signed him, I was like, oh, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, 100 pence and looking at his batting numbers, great. That's all. This all looks good. But then my thought was, okay, he mostly played DH last year, didn't he? But then I went online and I think he played like a total of 89 games or something like that. And I believe, yes, the majority of the time he was playing DH, but he played, I think, almost 10 games in right field. Uh, and then I think, oh, I can't remember, I think close to 20. So he played about 30 or so games in the outfield. So he's, he didn't play DH the whole year. The guy is athletic. He, you know, he, he's a hard worker, and I believe, you know, he keeps himself in good shape. So I'm not too worried about his defense. Dickerson, on the other side of the platoon, isn't a great defender either. And so I think they're more... The Giants are more concerned about the bat, the offensive production. Um, and that's actually why another signing they did in the outfield actually really intrigues me, and that's the signing of Billy Hamilton. It's a minor league deal, but I, you know, we'll talk about this in a little bit. I really think he has a very good chance to make the team, um, mainly because of his defensive ability and you know his speed, of course. Um, because if you look at your outfield, you got Yaz, Dickerson, Pence, and then I've got guy, a bunch of guys with question marks. Dubon, I put a question mark behind beside him. I think he makes the team. It's just where's he gonna play, you know? Right. Um, but then you know, other guys like Duggar, question mark, Slater, question mark, Jalen Davis, question mark, Chris Shaw, question mark, and none of those names besides Stephen Duggar says center field to me. Maybe Yastrzemski, but not even fully Yastrzemski. And so I think Hamilton was the Giants saying, okay, we need more depth for our center field. And so let's go out and get a Billy Hamilton, and um, you know that might that might mean Duggar spends some more time in AAA. I, I don't know unless Duggar, you know, I'm kind of rooting for Duggar. I've always I've liked Stephen Duggar. If he could stay healthy, he's a great defender. He's got a better bat than Billy Hamilton, I believe. Um, but I could see you know having someone out in center with Billy Hamilton. You know, kind of your left fielder isn't as important anymore because that gap is is probably covered by Hamilton just because of his speed. 
and um, you know he really picks up the whole outfield when it comes to defense. So um, outfield wise, I really like Pence, and I and I like the Hamilton signing as well. Um, Let me ask you with yeah. Hamilton, how? I mean, I don't really see him, and I'm still kind of on the fence whether he makes the team. I think he does too, just because of that speed and defense aspect. I mean, even if he's somebody that you bring in. Um, you know, I, I kind of think of Gregor Blanco a little bit, although Blanco yeah. had a better bat. But right. you bring in in the seventh inning in a lot of games, mm-hmm. you know, um, and shifts whoever's in center, shift them over to the corner. Right. Um, yes. And have Hamilton on defense. But how do you, if he's your starting center fielder, how many games, I mean, how many games does he start in center? Do you platoon him with somebody? Is he, are you going to let him run and try and be your everyday center fielder? What What are your thoughts? Uh, no, I, I don't think... I don't that I wouldn't, and I don't think they will either. I don't think they see Hamilton being an everyday center fielder. If anything, maybe a platoon. Uh, I think what you brought up about the defensive substitution uh, could be a good role for him. But at the same time, is it worth keeping someone like that on your roster the whole year? I, that's something they'll have to juggle. But I, you know, I'm I'm just curious to see. I mean, with Dubon, like there, there's there's talks about him going the outfield. The signing of Yomer Sanchez. Um, and then quickly followed up with the signing of Wilmer Flores. It's like, okay, oh, yes, where where is Dubon gonna, where is he gonna go? You know, it's it's just it's almost looking like he's going to be that super utility utility guy, um, but a lot of his time in the outfield. And so I don't know, is center field like is he capable of playing center? Um, is he well, sure? that's where they're saying that they're gonna give him some time in spring is in center. Yeah, um, let him work out there a little bit. So right. Um, so I guess what I, I'm I think they're at least thinking thinking that way yeah yeah i guess what i'm saying is is i feel like the billy hamilton signing was almost a okay we need someone who has proven defensive ability in center field um and if hey if duggar comes out tearing it up or uh if dubon can handle that position and you know he's a good hitter then maybe we roll with dubon um but i don't know i i don't know i guess I, i can't put my finger on what their plan with hamilton will be um, I can just say that it's an intriguing pickup, and I'm curious. To, I'm really curious to see how that all works out this this spring with the outfield. But uh, to answer your question with um, the infield, um, you're talking about Yolmer Sanchez and Wilmer Flores. I think those guys, uh, you know, the Yolmer Sanchez, the guy's not doesn't have a crazy bat. I think he hit a couple years ago, hit over 10 home runs. Um, he's not a bad hitter. He just doesn't have a ton of power. Uh, his real value comes from the defense, but value is value. Um, what, whether it's from the offense or from the defense, and he, uh, I mean, Gold Glove caliber second baseman. So I think him and Crawford would look really good up the middle. So I think Sanchez will be will get a lot of playing time. I don't, cons- I won't consider his role probably an everyday. Uh, you know, you can slot him in the lineup type of player, um, but I think he'll get a he'll be on the. I, I believe he'll be if he stays healthy on the roster all year. An important part of the team. Um, I think he'll get some time, maybe at shortstop, uh, give Crawford some rest, um, and then Wilmer Flores. I think will also share time with Yolmer Sanchez at second. Um, but I really think Wilmer will also be used a lot for first base. Um, I think the Giants front office uh, recognizes Belt's weaknesses against lefties, and if you could throw someone like Wilmer Flores, who's a great hitter against left-handed hitters, has played over 150 games at first base, I think, or, or near that. Um, then he can, you know, that's great. That's a huge piece to have um, when you're facing a, a good left-handed pitcher that Belt usually struggles with. So I think we'll see a lot of those two guys moving around um, I also qu- think quite on, a bit. On that line of thinking, too, I think Crawford's going to get a lot more time off this year. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. I love, love the guy on defense, but his... His numbers have, have dropped consistently the last couple of years. Well, so even his defensive numbers have, have dropped, too. Right, right. So I think you're going to see him getting some rest, too, which that's what's great about, you know, Dubon can play short. Wilmer yeah. can play short. It's not his, you know, it's not the best position to have him at, but um, he can fill in there. You also have, with Belt, you've got Pablo, if he makes a team, um, who can also play first base right. um, as well. But Buster, too, if he needs yeah. to. True. Um, so with the new rosters this year being 26 guys, um, I'm kind of thinking they're going to fall with uh, – oh, and I think it might have been you who were saying, are they putting a limit on number of pitchers? 
Yeah, there's a cap on the team. You can only keep 13. I saw 13. I saw that okay. recently. I mean, I I'm pretty sure that's confirmed, but you know, I I could be wrong, but I saw that somewhere somebody some one of the baseball reporters confirmed that. Um, but yeah, there I think sure. that just goes in with the trying to keep the game moving quick like okay let's not right so you don't have yeah too many relievers or something yeah nine guys coming in the pitch so you'll have 13 13 position players 13 relievers and you know i'm the more i talk about the 26 man roster i'm kind of I, I really kind of like it a lot actually yeah uh, I think, it just I gives think, you more flexibility i think it's nice i also think it adds a nice element come september when it goes to 28 rather than 40 right. um i know last time you talked about <laughs> young players you know getting getting your yeah. shot I'm still and not a fan <laughs> i know but think about it like going to 28 guys you're you're thrown in that element of you're relying on guys that have put in a lot of time in the yeah. air or you're or you have to be creative with how you you know which yeah. a lot of teams are doing now bringing guys back and forth between triple a and and the bigs right um, especially in the bullpen um okay so you got 13 position players 13 pitchers, so that, you know, five of those starters. Mm-hmm. Um, who are your 13 position players if you had to pick an opening day roster as yeah. as the roster sits right now? Okay, yeah, let's do that. I'll um I'll dive into my 13. Um uh, well, let's just start with let's just start with catchers and infield. I'll do my catchers okay. infield and I'll hop over let you do that and then we'll move to the outfield and then I think we should uh, talk about the rotation as well. We'll leave yeah. the bull, we'll leave the bullpen to Zaidi though. Okay. Um, so okay, so I'll start with catcher Buster Posey. You're, you know, he's in. Um, he's your everyday catcher. I'm ah oh, man. I'm hoping he could catch 120 games this year. Um, I'm not sure if he will, but that would be great. Um, I think yeah. his value, at least at this stage of his career, I know in the past um, there was a lot of talk of oh let's just move him to first base, you know, trade Belt or move Belt to the outfield. Belt should never be in the outfield anyway. But um, I Posey just doesn't hit with enough power to be in a value at first base um so i think his value is at catcher so if they can if he can catch at least 120 games this year i think that's a huge success um well but, and then also just want to point out too i mean with the way the schedules are now uh you know i don't i haven't counted up the amount of interleague games you have but there's quite a few um so you know thinking about dh you got yeah. at least there's some at bats for posey or even somebody like pence you know right um, right but anyways, yeah, I, I agree. 120 games behind the dish would be – I would love to see that out of Posey this yeah. year. Yeah, these last couple of years have been tough. Just someone who, you know, with me, I you know love watching Buster Posey. It's been tough to see him only, you know, put in like 100 games. And so 120 would be great, but that backup position is really important for this team. And I think there's three guys competing for it. Heinemann, um, Tyler Heineman, Gar- uh, Aramis Garcia, and Rob Brantley. Um Two of those guys are, um, you know, veterans who have a lot of minor league experience. Garcia is younger. Um, I really like Garcia. I would probably root for Garcia to make the team just because I like some of the power he has shown in AAA and when he's up. Um, but I think they're going to give it to Heineman because he's a switch hitter, and I think they would like a catcher on oh, the roster. Oh, really? I didn't. Yes. I guess I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just like they had Stephen Vote last year from the left side. I think they right. really value having, you know, all these platoon like players. Even though this won't really be a platoon p- position, I think they'd really value. So I I'm rooting for Garcia to make the team, but I have a feeling you know it will be Heineman just because he offers that left-handed bat. And I don't believe Brantley is a lefty. I believe Brantley is right-handed, and you know I'd be surprised. Garcia is right-handed, right? I I'm not wrong in thinking that, am I? Do you know? <laughs> um, I'm like sorry, 90. I was looking up. You're good. I'm I like was looking up Brantley here. Um, I'm like 95% sure, and if I'm wrong, I'd be very surprised. But but you go ahead. Look, just interrupt me when you when you confirm my my belief here. But um, so I think it's going to be your catchers are going to be Posey and Heineman. But I think that has a very good chance of changing throughout the year. I think if Bart plays well, there's a good chance Bart will be on this roster. Bring them really? up. At any point, yeah. Really, at any point this year, honestly, if he's tearing it up, I don't think they'll hesitate, um, especially if that backup catcher is struggling or even if Buster's struggling. Um, we might see something happen. Um, so I think you yeah, got your so, catchers. Go ahead. Real quick, Heineman's only 28. I thought he was a little older. Brantley uh, is the one who's – no, Brantley's only 30, I think. Interesting, though. Brantley's a switch hitter also. Is he really? Yeah. 
Is Heineman a switch hitter? Was I right? Heineman. Yeah, Heineman is a switch hitter. Wow. Um, okay. Then that's wow. Then then I think it's a competition and then between Garcia is what, 26, 27, I think. Right. Somewhere yeah. in there. Okay, well then if they're both switch hitters, which I did not know that, um, then we might get a pretty healthy competition there uh, between those two. I think Garcia still has a shot, but I think they would really value that left-handed bat. Okay, so those are the two catchers. I, you know, so it's a toss-up for me between Heineman and Brantley, um, but Posey obviously. Um, and then your infield, I think the guys that are for sure's are just going around the around the horn. Uh, you got Belt will be your first baseman. Uh, Wilmer Flores will, you know, probably second base, but he'll play a lot of spots. I think uh, Yulmer Sanchez will make the team um, for sure. Um, Crawford will make the team. Of course, Longoria. Um, and then you got a few guys. Pablo, I'm not including in this because I, it's been pretty clearly stated that, yeah, he's able to hit right now, but with his recovery from Tommy John, he probably won't be good to throw and play defense until May is what I'm hearing. Yeah, so um, about a month or so, yeah. So Pablo will probably find his way onto this roster eventually, but opening day he won't. And so... You've got, with Crawford, Belt, Longoria, Flores, and Sanchez, there's five infielders right there. I believe the Giants, you know, there's there's no reason to keep six outfielders. You would probably want to go with six <laughs> six infielders. So there's one more spot um, left in that, um, for that infield. And the reason, okay, and I think I'm going to give it to Solano um, because I put Dubon under both infield and outfield on my paper here. But I think Dubon will make the team um, probably more as an outfielder, but he'll probably get some time in the infield as well. So I'm going with your infield-only players, basically, of Crawford, Belt, Longoria, Flores, Sanchez, and Solano. Solano had a great year last year. Um, Now come time for Pablo to be healthy. If Solano is struggling, I think he would be the first to go um, off of that list. But... um, because I don't, I don't know if Solano has options or not. I didn't look into that. Um, yeah, he's 32 this year. I, I'm not sure either. But um, right. But I mean, yeah. I think that you know that infield right there. You've got a lot of options. You know, you'll see a lot. I think of Yomer Sanchez at second. Uh, maybe some at short. You'll see Wilmer um, second, first, short, third. Wilmer will play all over. Um, you know, I think I think guys like Longoria and Belt will probably give you 130 games. I'm thinking. Um, you know, maybe more if they're if they're having good years. But I think Crawford. I don't know if Crawford gets 130 games this year. Um, he's really. I think he's really going to have to turn it around um, to get that. But I think, like you said, they're going to give him a lot more uh, rest against left-handed bat, uh, pitchers just because of the fact that they signed a guy like Flores and Sanchez. Um, although I think San- Sanchez is a lefty, um, but. We'll see. So that, that's my catchers and infielders. But Dubon, Dubon hits from the right side, right? I believe so, yes. Um, so, I mean, you could, but I, I have Dubon. him at short some, too. Some, right. I kind of have Dubon in his own category, I guess you would say, sure. as that super utility guy. Uh, right. But what about, what about you for your infield and catchers? So i uh, got to um, correct myself on the catchers a little bit. Um, Garcia bats from the right side. Heineman is a switch hitter. Brantley throws right-handed, but bats from the left side. So, right. So, which is interesting. So they've got you know, they've got it all across the board there. Um, so yeah, Posey, Posey's your starting catcher. Um, I, the backup catcher role is really tough. I think that's going to be one of the position battles in spring training. Um, that's going to go down to the end. Um, if I had to pick right now, I would go with Ramos Garcia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his his power that he's shown, um, you know, he's done pretty well in his time in the big leagues. I think he's a nice piece um, off the bat. He's a good pinch hitter off the bat off the bench too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then around the infield, um, I've got Belt at first, Craw at short, Longo at third. Um, up until recently, I had Dubon at second base, but um, I agree. I think he shifts into a super utility role, and I think that um, Flores and Sanchez split a lot of time at second base um, is kind of what how I see that going. So I think it could go either way at second base. I think maybe Yolmer takes it because of his defense ability at second. 
mm-hmm. which frees up Flores and, like you said, to play all over um, the infield. Um, so then, yeah, on the bench, I've got, uh, similar to you, um, uh, actually the same as you, Sanchez, Wilmer, Flor- or Wilmer Flores, um, Donovan Solano, mm-hmm. um, and then I think once Pablo's healthy, like you said, you know, I think he comes up onto the big league club, um, and then Dubon, you know, I was going to get a lot of time in the infield, but I have him also kind of as a split in time between the outfield and the infield. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it looks, um, yeah, I think it's going to, I think that backup catcher spot, there's some spots on this uh, team. There's definitely not like a set, like, oh, these are the guys. Um, I think some of those infield positions are, but um, I think we're going to see a lot of creativity uh, coming from, you know, whether it's from Kapler or from, you know, the analytics team. Um I think they're going to be pretty creative with even just the, the way the lineup's set up. I don't like if you ask me right now, like to predict a lineup. I, I don't think I could do it just because um, I think there's just a lot of different ways you could go with this team, and that's actually kind of exciting. I think right. uh, I think there's a lot of options, but um, okay, I'll uh, I'll go ahead and move into um, my predictions for the outfield, which I think are a little bit tougher to determine, but um, I'll make some solid predictions. And then, and then, I, and then we can hear your outfield, and then we'll do the rotation, and then, um, and then we'll wrap this thing up with a couple other thoughts. Um, but think for your outfield, I think uh, there's a few for sure's with uh, Mikey Stremski. I believe will be. I, I don't think last year was a fluke. Maybe he doesn't play as amazing as he did, but I think he's going to be able to hit at a consistently good pace, and he's pretty he's pretty um, capable out there as a defender. So I think Yastrzemski will be probably your mostly right fielder, um, but also getting time in center, I believe, especially with them not really having that solid center fielder. So I think Yastrzemski will see a lot of time in center, um, you know, but I think center and right will be his spot. I think Alex Dickerson will make, will be um, on the team and he'll be like, like we talked about with Pence, the, the left-handed piece of that platoon. Um, so I, so I, again, yeah, Hunter Pence. You can add that to my prediction there. I think Dickerson and Pence will be a platoon out in left, um, just because I don't think Dickerson's good enough to play in right field, and I don't think Pence has the legs to do that anymore, um, uh, especially at Oracle Park. Maybe on some road games and some uh, easier ballparks, but definitely not in San Francisco. And then, like I said earlier, there's a bunch of question marks. You got all these guys who could make the team, or could you know come up and down from AAA. I'm gonna go ahead and just say Mauricio Dubon, just because he makes the team and he can be he can act as you know an outfield option and an infield option. And so if you're saying yeah we're gonna keep five outfielders, you're not gonna keep five true outfielders and then Mauricio Dubon, especially with the six infielders you're keeping. I think they'll keep four true outfielders, and then Dubon will be an outfield option as well. Um, and so that really just leaves one spot between, I believe, these are the guys I have listed here, Billy Hamilton, Steven Duggar, Austin Slater, Jalen Davis, and Chris Shaw. Um, like we talked about, I think, on the last time we talked uh, about Chris Shaw, you know, he's shown some power promise, but he just doesn't have the defensive capability and he just hasn't been able to put it together um, in the big leagues, and so I, I just think he's going to be one of those guys that his career will look, you know, pretty consistently AAA kind of guy, maybe getting some time in the big. So I'm going to cross Chris Shaw off my list. I don't think he makes the team. Another interesting guy is Jalen Davis, but I don't think he makes this team. I think maybe we'll see him some this year um, because I do think I do think they'll have a lot of guys moving in and out, especially in the outfield. Um, he has shown a ton of power promise, uh, especially last year. I mean, the guy was a monster in AAA, but he really struggled when he came up. I think the front office is really excited about him, and um, but I just don't think he's ready. So I think if he continues to do what he did last year in AAA, he will get another shot. Um, but I just don't think he makes the opening day roster. And then, so to me, this last spot is between three guys. Um, Billy Hamilton, Steven Duggar, and Austin Slater. I think I like Slater a lot because he has proven to be a, re- a pretty good bat 
up in the big leagues. Um, he's got he's shown some power. He's shown some versatility. Able to he's played a lot of first base. Um, he can move around. I don't really see him as a center field option, though. So that might uh, hurt him and his chances to make this team because I think they want to have somebody who can play center. Um, but I also think Slater. So I I don't think Slater will make the opening day roster, but I do think we will see him uh, get some time this year at some point. And so really. I think they're going to choose between the two guys who have center field potential, and that's Billy Hamilton and Steven Duggar. And I'm going to go with Billy Hamilton because I think they're going to give Duggar some time at AAA since he's still young to see how he develops. And if he you know, really is like knocking on the door and you know Hamilton's not producing, then I think they pull that trigger. But I think they're going to give Hamilton a shot to start the year to see if he can be that, just that threat on the bases, see if he can put it together at the, at the plate, uh, be a great center field piece to have on the roster. He's not going to start all the time, but he'll get some starts out there. Um, so I think, I think they give. It, I'm going with Hamilton um, as my. So my outfield will be Yastrzemski. Who was your starting center fielder? See, that's the thing. I don't think they have a guy who is their set starting center fielder. Okay, but opening day, opening day. Okay, your, opening day. <laughs> what's your outfield lineup? Um, I think Dubon. I think you put Dubon in center. Opening day, depending okay. you know, depending on righty lefty who's pitching, it's either okay. Pence or Dickerson in left. Dubon's in center, and Yastrzemski's in right. That that's just a guess. I it could All be right. right. Did I think a lot depends on what Dubon does in spring training, um, but and then you is because then you probably go with your starting infield of Belt, uh, probably Flores, Crawford, and Longoria. Um, Sanchez probably gets the comes off the bench to start the year, but you know that's the thing. What I'm saying is center field is kind of a toss up right now. I think it's going to be a shared position all year long between you know maybe Dubon or Hamilton or Duggar or Yastrzemski. Yeah, I'm pro- like I said, I'm rooting for Garcia for the catcher spot. I'm pro- I'm I'm rooting for Duggar to come into spring training and tear it up and earn yeah. a spot. I would love that because I think Duggar has potential to be that everyday center fielder. Um, but I just don't know if he's there yet, and I could just see the Giants going with Hamilton. Um, but I'm rooting for Duggar to be that starting center fielder. But that's a tough question with the center field the opening day. Yeah. You kind of stumped me there. I, I don't know. We'll see. Well, I think left field, you know, I think the outfield all around, you're going to see a lot of movement, a lot of platoon, um, similar to the infield, actually. I mean, Zaidi's his time in L.A. was that way. He got a lot of guys that could play. Yeah multiple positions that, you know, he had platoons going with good right and left splits, and um, I think we're going to see a lot of that this year. Um, okay, so for opening day, <laughs> I think that <laughs> the Giants are starved for offense, and I think they are going to go with an offensive outfield. Hmm. So uh, my starting outfield is going to be Dickerson in left, Yaz in center field, and Hunter Pence in right field, hmm. roaming his old spot. Wow. Um, Okay. I, I I think that that's going to be something we're going to see half the time. Um, especially if Pence produces like he did last year, I think um, to have that bat in the lineup will be really important. Um, yeah. But because of that, I think that Billy Hamilton is your fourth outfielder because, mm-hmm. like we were talking about earlier, that seventh inning defensive replacement um, is going to be key for this team. Um, his ability to run the bases, to steal bases. Um, I think you're going to see him in a diminished role. I mean, he's not going to be your starting center fielder. Right. Um, but he's going to have a really unique role on this team um, and a very important role, I think. Um, and then you've got Dubon, you know, super utility. He's going to get some time in the outfield, too. And you I kind of hope that. You don't I kind of hope they give him. Um, I kind of hope they give him some time in the corner outfield, too. I mean, it would be great yeah. if he could play. Two or three positions out there. Right. Um, you don't think he starts on the opening day, Dubon? I don't. I think they're. Really? I think they go with the. I think they go with the offensive lineup, day one. So I think. Um, I think. The more I think about it, I think Flores starts at second base. Yeah. Because um, he's the best bat. Right. I would agree with that. There. Um, so Posey belt, at first. Flores at second. Crotch short. Longo at third. Um, Dickerson and left, Yaz and center, and Pence and right mm. um, is, is my opening day lineup. All right. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I could see it. 
I mean, come on, I'm a Hunter Pence fan. He's got to be in the starting lineup. <laughs> no, I think I, I think you might be He's right. The with wet the bandit out there in right field. Oh gosh, he totally does look like the dude from Home Alone. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of clean cut now, so though, good. so he needs to grow, his hair. He's he needs to grow his hair and beard back out. You know he will during the yeah. year. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, There's I, the cool thing is, you know, our predictions could be totally wrong, but what is expressed in this is that they have a lot of options, I think. Yeah. And, and that excites me for this team. I think this team is very deep, actually. I don't think they have that, those guys, you know, like, like the Dodgers or, you know, those teams that just have studs and... Um, but they've got a team, a group of guys who are solid pieces that, who knows, if they put it together, they could actually be a pretty solid lineup. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, they have a lot of options. So I'm going to quickly go through my rotation. Um, I'll just touch on a couple of relievers that I think, you know, I think the signings of Jerry Blevins and, and Nick Vincent, I think those they need those guys, especially with Maranta being hurt, Will Smith gone. I think Jerry Blevins, Vincent, Tony Watson. I think you can slot How those guys. How is Watson? Do you know? Have you heard anything on his recovery? Because he finished the year on on the I. IRC. I all I all I've heard is that he's going to be set to go. I, I haven't. Go. Okay. Yeah, I haven't heard anything Good. negative on him. Um, but I think you can. Yeah, there's some guys you can slot in there. I'm not sure who the closer will be. Um, I think some of these guys that I'm going to bring up here in a second with the rotation might actually find a home in the bullpen. Um, but. Uh, We'll see. So uh, I guess my rotation, um, I think you have Johnny Cueto up top, which I'm really excited about Cueto this year. If he can, I mean, if he could just be a part of what he used to be, I think it would be huge for this team. Um, I mean, the guy is a stud. When he's healthy, he's been a stud his whole career. Um, And so I'm really excited to see what he can do this year. Yeah, Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Oh, no. I'm going to predict that Johnny Cueto finishes top five Cy Young. Wow, top five. I, yeah, I think he's going to come out with an attitude and just love. He loves the shimmy, game. He's he'll shimmy back. his way to the Cy Young. He's going to shimmy his way to the top five. <laughs> wow. Okay. That you know, yeah. I don't know if I'd be bold enough to make that prediction, but I think he's going to produce a really quality year this year. But man, top five Cy Young. That'd be amazing. That would be all right. I'll hold you to. We'll we'll keep coming back to that and see how your that prediction's doing. Um, yeah, uh, and then I, I was really excited about Jeff Samarja's year last year, um, and I think he will be a good piece as the number two this year, and I think, um, you know, hopefully he can do what he did last year. He wasn't a superstar, but he was able to compete and pitch really, really well um, all year. And then I think I, I think your three and four will either be Kevin Gosman or Drew Smiley will be your three and four. Um, I'm really excited about what those guys can bring. Pro- I'm, I'm a little bit more excited about Gosman than I am with Smiley, um, but I'm excited about both them, both of them. And I, so that fifth spot then comes between a bunch of different guys, really. Um, I think a few of them are more serious than others, but just some of the names that could have potential for that fifth spot would be uh, Tyler Beatty, Logan Webb, uh, Tyson Ross, who they also signed this year, Tyler Anderson, who they picked up last year, um, and then re-signed this year. Sean Anderson got some time last year. Um, Andrew Triggs is another interesting name that they picked up. Uh, Derek Rodriguez, who you know two years ago had an amazing year, but last year just really struggled um, to find his groove. Uh, and then a couple other names like Andrew Suarez or Connor Menez. But I think Connor Menez will end up in minors. He's really young still. And I think Andrew Suarez will be a reliever. Um, I think he actually has a pretty good shot at making the team as a relief pitcher. Same with uh, even Sean Anderson. I, I think they might even give him a shot at, in the closer spot or late innings. Um, so I think your fifth starter comes down to four different guys. Um, Tyson Ross, Tyler Beatty, Logan Webb, and Tyler Anderson. Um, Anderson, I believe, is coming off um, injury and surgery, I believe. Uh, last year, so I don't know if he'll have a legit chance to start on opening day. Um, so it's to me, it's between Beatty, Webb, or Tyson Ross, and I'm gonna make my prediction that it is Tyler Beatty as the fifth out, uh, fifth uh, uh, person in that rotation. I like Beatty; he's shown a lot of promise. Um, Tyson Ross, I don't know if he's got it, um, what it takes to make a comeback this year, and I also think Logan Webb might get some innings this year, but will start. In AAA. So opening day, I'm going with Tyler Beatty as my fifth. So Cueto, Shark, Gosman, Smiley, and Beatty. Nice. Um, 
I guess for my starting rotation, I'm going with uh, Cy Young winner Johnny Cueto, uh, followed by the Shark, um, and then in your third spot, I'm going to go with Gossman, and Drew Smiley is going to be fourth starting pitcher. Um, I agree with you with those names. Uh, it's going to be a fight down to the end for that fifth starting spot. Um, I am kind of hoping that Tyson Ross shows something in spring training. Uh, he's had some solid years in the big leagues. He's getting older. Um, his numbers haven't been great the last couple years. Um, but potentially, they may have gotten a steal there with that deal. Um, I also am curious to see if Derek Rodriguez has anything left. If last year was a fluke and he can get back to how he pitched in 2018, um, then I think he has a shot still at, at making that starting rotation. I also think he could fill in a long relief role. Uh, he'd be a nice piece there. Um, that's kind of where I'm looking at Tyler Beattie as well. I, I know he's shown flashes, uh, finished out the year strong there. I definitely think he has a shot at that fifth starter role. Um, but I almost like him better in a long relief role. Uh, and then Logan Webb, again, a lot of talent. He's young, though. I think he ultimately ends up in AAA, gets more time there. I do think you could see him in the rotation at some point this year. Um, but I, I'm actually going to go and, and say that Tyson Ross, um, just because in the past he's been an eatings, innings eater um, and has that big league experience, I think that he will make the opening day roster, um, but will not probably stay in that spot for the, for the remainder of the season. Yeah. Well, and I think That's it's kind of how I see. I think it's a legitimate thought to think, you know, giving Tyson Ross a start. So you have, you have, we would have five veterans, but then the front office having the thinking, okay, come trade trade deadline time. We can right. send out a few of those guys and then, okay, BD, Webb, Rodriguez, you know, they have those young guys to fill in. So there's a very good chance. Or chances are that not all three, you know, Smiley, Gossman, right. and Ross have solid years. True. One of them or two of them, you know, or hopefully three. they do, but <laughs> they, you know, the, you're taking a gamble on those guys. Um, yeah. But I, I, yeah, I think that gives a little bit of time to see who who's who is there to stay and who's not. And then you have these young guys that are hopefully ready to fill in uh, when the time comes. Yeah. All right, Shane. Well, um, we just went through our predictions. Um, if you're listening, these predictions could be totally wrong <laughs> and things could change. Who knows? They could still sign more guys. So that's one of the last things I wanted to ask you before we sign off is, um, do, is there any other moves? Do the Giants make any other moves? And if so... Where and who? How's this gonna? How do how do you think it's gonna work out as we head into spring training soon? Yeah, I mean, I I think they've they've done a really nice job adding a lot of pieces, a lot of depth to this team. Um, I do think you know there's some interesting names still left uh, out in free agency as far as relievers go. Um, I could see them adding potentially another veteran to that. Yeah. Um, depth chart there especially if they could get somebody on a minor league deal mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. i think i think you could see them doing something like what they did with nick vincent or jerry blevins um the one the one that is is curious uh, and i know will raise some hairs on people's necks um is there is one outfield piece no. remaining that's the <laughs> that's a pretty big bat um but also a pretty big ego yeah uh, in yasiel puig oh um, my gosh what do you think? Do you no. think? I mean, Zaidi has the connection from L.A. You don't think it'll happen? Huh? No. Well, I, I, especially now with the Pence and the yeah, and I think the, the um, I think the Pence Hamilton and the Hamilton. Signing. Yeah, I think those two signings kind of sealed the deal on that one. But when I first before they signed Pence or Hamilton, like at once, like within the twenty minutes, I saw three different things. Like Giants looking at possibly Hunter Pence, and then. <laughs> Puig and I was just like no no yeah. go with Pence. Can you imagine please. him in a, in no, a Giants uniform? I, I can't stand that guy. I mean, <laughs> if if they would have signed Puig, which I don't think they will, and I mean maybe there's a slim chance, but I I don't think they will. I think it'll be dumb. If they would have signed Puig, I would have hopped into my 2009 Honda Civic, driven to San Francisco, <laughs> walked into the front had office, had a, had a word with Zaidi, had a word with Zaidi, because that would have. I mean, just from a professional standpoint a business mindset if you lose madison bumgarner and someone that is beloved and then you go out and sign his arch nemesis 
that yeah. everybody hates. I think Zaidi would have just been shooting himself in the foot with that one. So yeah, um, I do think it'd be a tough sell for the fan yeah. base for sure. Um, but guy puts up numbers. He's yeah, he's, you yeah. Know, a lot of people like to watch him, but. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm much happier. I hope with they these, don't. I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm much happier with these platoon-like signings because, yeah, I think that's what they were wanting to do, and Puig didn't really fit that, regardless. But it would have been a huge mistake. I can't even believe you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with Puig? He's a bum. Yes, he's the uh, biggest bum in the whole world. <laughs> um, what about you? You think they add any anybody else? Uh, I and think so like where where do you think they? Yeah, I do think that? I think like you said, um, the only the only spot that you know I think they will add will be the possibly the the bullpen. Um, I yeah. think I think some of those names that we talked about as potential uh, for the fifth starter will be um, slated into the um, the the pen to start the year. Guys like you know maybe even BD, maybe Derek Rodriguez, Andrew Suarez, Sean Anderson. Um, but I think there's definitely room for another signing or two. Um, just to, like I really like the Jerry Blevins signing and Nick Vincent. I think those are two guys who have proven it, uh, proven their capabilities at a, on the big league level. Um, but I think there's some room there. I'm really excited for when Maranta comes back. He's just I think he adds a lot to the bullpen. So if any if anywhere yeah. I think it's there. I think they're done with the outfield. Uh, I think they're done with the infield. So I think if anything. It's the pen. Maybe they throw in another catcher into the mix if they can find somebody, but um, I doubt it. So yeah, I do want to point out too. We didn't really touch. You know, we stayed away from the relievers, but there are a handful of young arms um, that I know the front office has been high on um, that could see their way into the the bullpen this year. And that's uh, Melvin Adon and Sam Coonrod, uh, Handel Gustave. I think that's how you say his name. Um, you know, you mentioned Connor Menez. He could be a potential relief person. Sam Selman's another guy I think was up a little bit last year. So there's a lot of internal pieces, too, that I think might shape that out. But it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. No, it's going to be fun. Um, yeah, well, that's it for, for this one. Um, just so everybody who listens, um, we're going to start having kind of a routine here. We're going to do one more episode in February um, before spring training, kind of our spring training preview um, and then starting in March, we're going to do weekly episodes. So, um, I'm really excited. It's going to be a lot of fun, but thanks for hanging out, Shane. You enjoy your Saturday evening in Spokane. And you as well, down near Modesto. All right. Well, outside Modesto. Yeah. Near, near Modesto. Central Valley. <laughs> Central Valley. It's all the same. All right. Well, all right, brother. Adios. We'll See ya.